Hello and welcome to Enlighten. This is your host, Stevie Moon. This is the first time I'm recording a podcast with the video as well, so this is kind of cool. We'll see if I get a little distracted. (laughs) I hope that you're having a fabulous day and whatever sparked you to tune in today, I just want to I want to reflect some gratitude from me to you for showing up for yourself today, for showing up to tune into the growth frequencies, the healing frequencies, because this is a transmission for you, for your highest good. So thank you so much for being here. Today, we are going to be exploring identity. I want to start us off with what I just heard on a video from Lori Ladd, um, L-A-D-D. <laughs> uh, she is a fabulous channel and she really speaks to me. There will be some channels, some uh, light workers, some uh, people in the spiritual communities, as well as the scientific communities, everywhere somebody will resonate with you more than another. Um, If you're here, you're probably interested in my work, so I think you would like Lori. So definitely go and check her out. But I was just listening uh, to what she was saying, that we are experiencing some anxiety because our body is getting used to a new frequency or it's in a new frequency already. And that's what she said is you already are the new version of you and that's why you're having more anxiety and shadows rise up right now because you were the new version of you playing the part of the old version of you. And that was very interesting to me because that's exactly where I have found myself. I wonder if you resonate with that as well. Um... I'll give you an example of how I feel like that. So I've come back from uh, my little break from social media, uh, as well just from content creation. I really haven't made a lot of content in about a year. When I got pregnant with Jack, I didn't foresee that anything was going to really change. Um, And little did I know that the next year and a half of my life, I would be so... um, I'd be going through a lot more than I thought I would. And then when I got to where I am now, I've kind of, I've been trying to be the old version of me because I loved her so much. Um, And because she really got me out of my first slump. And so I just assumed that I was going to be able to take her with me. But once again, I have been asked to evolve and to change and to grow. And this is something that's on the healing journey and the spiritual journeys and paths that I think is just so fascinating. And I really think that you should give it some thought as well, which is that there is never an arrival moment. You may arrive at a dream that you've realized, like when I pulled into this house in Austin, Texas for the first time, we hadn't even bought, we hadn't even like stepped in the house before we bought it. So it was the first time that I really got this, this big movie moment. 
even that wasn't an arrival because the journey was ongoing and it was shifting and you get to sit in that uh, amazing feeling and there's always more um, that you as a soul have come here to experience than just the realization of a physical manifestation. I think of this uh, as earth. We, we hear about it a lot as this school um, where you can come and learn lessons. Well, it is. It's, it's an energy school. That's why we're here. We get to learn the energetics of consciousness um, uh, as we play a role in that. Um, and we get to learn whatever soul-specific lessons we've came to learn. One of the things that I've been learning recently, which has a huge, huge part to do with identity. Sorry, just <laughs> hit the table because <laughs> I got so excited. Um, is that of people-pleasing. That is something that my soul really has seemed to want to know. I've heard a lot of people who maybe in other lives, past lives, or in my the way I would look at it as parallel lives. I don't see it as in the past because time's an illusion. Um, so parallel lives, if maybe in one of those that's relatively close to the frame that you're in now, um, if you were maybe persecuted um, or maybe you were moving through something really difficult, you might find yourself in this lifetime kind of still living out those things. And one of the ways that we kind of move through that and obviously the only, the traumas that happen in this life and the situations that we come in to, and then we incarnate and we get to learn lots of things here. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, for me, the people pleasing, I think is an old one because I learned from a young age that if other people were happy, I was safe. Okay. Let's, let's do that one again. Cause that's a deep one. I learned that if other people were happy, then I was safe. And the cost of that was that I muzzled myself and I shrunk myself, my brilliance, my majesty, my light, my special muchness. Um, I shrunk that and I got little by little, I, I kind of brought more of me into myself, um, into my reality and I think that before I had ever manifested something, I really thought that once you manifest something big like that, like, who? <laughs> um, but that's more of just a, a thing that we do for our ego. It's kind of like a one-off. We're like, hey, this one's for you, kid. <laughs> Enjoy the house. <laughs> Enjoy the, the job, the car, you know, whatever. Um, because that's not really why we're here, funny enough. So with people-pleasing, I have found myself altering who I truly am, which is self-abandonment. It's abandoning who you truly are. And it's learned. And I think that if, if I look at it, 
I definitely picked that up from my parents because I think both of my parents abandoned parts of themselves. I know sometimes I, I look at my mom and I say, it's, it was just my mom, but no, it was my dad too. And I picked that up. And when my sister died, I really began to truly believe that I was not enough. It was very traumatic for the entire family. Today, to today, you know, it's... We all moved through something. And of course, um, I haven't talked about this this much uh, in, in the podcast. I've mentioned it once or twice, but my sister Sage, I guess because you can see the video if you're on YouTube. Uh, I've got a tattoo right here that says Sage. That was my sister's name. And she was adopted with me. She's my full sister. And she died. Um, she put a bag over her head on the night of her third birthday. We were playing. And she died right there in front of me. And I was four. And, you know... I ran up and got my mom and she came down and she's sobbing and just, oh my gosh, so I can see it to this day. And I go and get my mom a bunch of teddy bears and put her on and I said, mama, I'm here, mama, I'm here. And my mom said, I don't want you. Now, what I didn't hear was what followed. I want both of my babies. I didn't understand that. But what I took to that was, I'm not enough. Anyway, my when my sister died, it, it, it changed everything for our whole family. Now I see it for what it was, and I've done a lot of work to reconnect with Sage and um, to even my biological mother to do a lot of healing work. If you've ever read It Didn't Start With You, you definitely need to examine your familiar line. If you're adopted like me, that this gets challenging because I've got a dad, a biological dad, an adopted dad. I've got a foster dad who was there in the formative like year of my like first life my first life. <laughs> um, and we kind of don't think about those things, but if you're born into your family, you really just deal with like your family stuff and the people that are around you. But there was a lot of movement. And if you've get, if you're um, a child and your parents have gotten divorced and your parents have gotten remarried, like things get messy. And so we really have to start to analyze more of the pieces of the puzzle, you know? So, uh, Sage impacted my identity. I think you can probably understand. Um, and I saw myself for a long time, a very certain way. And, um, as I started to move through my dark night of the soul, a lot of the bad things that had happened in my life, the sage's death included, were things that I had to repent for, that I had I needed to be absolved from because I was wicked, is what I believed. I was bad. My sister died because of me. I was four. 
And part of what Lori Ladd said today about being who, uh, like that future version of you, you're already the new identity, but you're in this now pretending to be the old identity is because I really do. I've shifted so much. I no longer blame myself. I have um, made complete peace with that and I've made connection with Sage and I've invited her into my life like spiritually to even just be in my memories. I put a picture of her up. I, we hadn't had a picture of her for so long, which is pretty crazy. Um, it's crazy that the same things that have limited us and have caused us to hate ourselves at times are the same things that can guide us to falling in love with ourselves, Because we can see our strength and we can see our power and our perseverance. And we can see that we chose to go through the rough path so that we could awaken and help move move the collective, move the energy, change the world. I've talked about this a lot. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you are a change maker. I'm a change maker, so, and I feel very passionate about it. So I'm going to be attracting and magnetizing to me future change makers, people who are making change now, people who are, um, on that path and maybe they need a little guidance maybe they need a little a friend maybe they need an ear maybe maybe they need somebody to reflect back to them what they've forgotten got the sun coming in so we got some interesting light here (laughs) it's gonna I knew I would get a little distracted (laughs) with the video component. Ask yourself, what stories are you still clinging to? I'm not just talking about like, I'm an ego character. What are the things that are shaping you? What are those beliefs Where did they come from? What did you agree to? And see for yourself that you no longer agree to those things. So you really are still just, for some reason, pretending to be that version of you. Because I, I have chosen to be me. I've chosen that my only priority is not... I'm not measured, my value is not measured by how much content I can make, how many lives I can impact, how many people follow me on social media or anything like that. My job is to be me to the best of my abilities every single day and to follow my heart, which guides me and to be in integrity and alignment every day and to learn the lesson because it's not about perfection. 
think that's something that gets a little bit of spiritual ego going on when we move through it, um, which is kind of like just all love and light. I think recently people have been really talking about that shadow work and it's just, it's just such an important thing to bring in because we have to move through the shadow and see the shadow. Um, that's part of this. That's what putting light in a dark room does. <laughs> Not just uh, adds in light, but it illuminates everything. Any blockages that are casting shadows. Let me know what you think about that, that idea. Okay, this uh, episode is going to be pretty quick. Um, I'm doing a lot more quick episodes because I'm recording these at night and I want to be able to be consistent for you. Um, before we go, let's just do a little, a little breath work. And if you're driving, um, or you're unable to kind of give yourself a, a moment, pause it and come back, but let's just take a couple of deep breaths together because this is a lot of information and a lot of questions, um, to, to ponder about, to journal about, maybe right now after this episode, um, or write down some of your thoughts and journal about them tonight, meditate on them. Who is this new version of you that's here now? And what's the paradigm shifts that have, have led you here? And why are you holding on to the old story? Gotta let go of that control. Gotta let go of your need to be making everyone feel good all the time. Which is your version of control. Trying to control how they feel. But you are safe. You're safe now. You're safe whether or not they feel happy. And in fact, we are here to move each other. You're supposed to move me. I'm supposed to move you. Energetically, we are moving each other, reflecting like an ocean waves. And when we take that away from ourselves because I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I have held myself back. You have held yourself back in different areas of our lives because... We still were acting like we were small, but we've grown. We have. And if we can focus on the gain, we can see just how much we've grown. Welcome to third grade, baby. <laughs> we're growing right on up. <laughs> okay, my friend, have a beautiful day. And until next time, stay curious and be conscious.